Super Talk Mississippi media production. What if everyone was turning their head to look at you with a brand new Flowmaster exhaust system from Exhaust Pro in Macomb on Georgia Avenue? Cruise in style with Exhaust Pro of Macomb on Georgia Avenue. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Real talk for real Mississippians. Now, here's your host, JT. JT. Excuse me, that would be Mississippians. <laughs> they are now one in the same, according to President Joe Biden. Welcome to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. What day would this be? Today is Friday Eve. Woo, awesome. You know... Did we graduate from deplorable to Neanderthal, or did we sink backwards? Which which direction did we go in here? I'm reminded of Major Payne. You have graduated from maggots to scum. <laughs> That's right. Subhumans. <laughs> uh, for those of you that are not aware of which we talk... <laughs> Invoking the word Neanderthal, not something you use in your daily vernacular, right? That is because shortly after Governors Abbott and Reeves of the state of Texas and Mississippi announced they were canceling, removing restrictions requiring the wearing of masks at the state level. And reinstating the ability for businesses to operate at 100%, thus casting out the order's limiting capacity. And shortly thereafter, our president, Joe Biden, he's in the White House, and he's asked what he thinks of this move, and he says that we've got to stay away from this Neanderthal thinking. Texas, I think it's a big mistake. Look, I hope everybody's realized by now, these masks make a difference. We are on the cusp of being able to fundamentally change the nature of this disease because of the way in which we're able to get vaccines in people's arms. We've been able to move that all the way up to the end of May to have enough for every American, to get every adult American to get a shot. And the last thing, the last thing we need is the Neanderthal thinking that in the meantime, everything's fine. Take off your mask. Forget it. There you go, folks. 
Neanderthal thinking. Now, I just got to tell you, this is my thought. If the governors here had been anything but white males, there would be massive outrage, maybe even riots in the streets today. That's how upside down all this political correct nonsense is, where we've parsed everybody into little groups who were identified by all sorts of physical attributes and not the content of their character. So, the Smithsonian, I for one, you know, Johnny Carson, what was that guy's name, the character? <laughs> sort of the country guy, backwoods kind of guy, what the heck was that guy's name? You had it the other day, Rhino, but I can still see him from when I was a kid watching Carson, and he would say, I for one, he would hold up his, his hand formed as a one. Anyhow, I for one, I'm taking a little bit of pride in being referred to as a Neanderthal, assuming that all of those uh, that reside in those states, I being one of them, and for that. And i tell you why, because according Floyd to... Floyd R. Turbo. There you go. Say it again. Floyd R. Turbo. <laughs> so, it turns out that according to the Smithsonian, you know who those guys are. They're scientists. Got to believe what they say. <laughs> the Smithsonian says, this was from 2003. They said, you know, those Neanderthals, they were actually pretty dang smart. <laughs> that contrary to the view that they were evolutionary failures, they died out about 28,000 years ago. <laughs> they understood how to succeed in incredibly challenging hostile, changing environments. They lived 250,000 years or more in the harshest climates experienced by primates, not just humans. Wait, Rhino, I, I, I thought that, that climate catastrophe was going to occur in nine years, according to, to that noted scientist, actually both noted scientists, John Kerry and Sandy Cortez. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that are saying that. Nine years. But the Smithsonian says, in fact, that the Earth experienced incredible climate challenges 250,000 years ago. And these uh, the Neanderthal, thought to be early humanoids, if you will, or, or those that were en route to the evolution of to be a human. If, this is what scientists, at least it's what they, they publish, shall we say. That's the teaching. Anyhow, these guys were pretty smart that they, they buried their dead. They did it in a stone-lined pit. They found 70,000-year-old remains of a man wrapped in bear skin. Kind of knew what was going on. Anyhow, you got to sort of rethink it. If that was intended to suggest that Neanderthals were uh, low-functioning type beings, if you will, then Joe Biden got it wrong, according to the Smithsonian. 
He may have actually been paying us a compliment. I'll put it this way. <laughs> I bet the Neanderthals were innately, instinctively smarter than Joe Biden. What do you think? That's a fairly low bar, <laughs> I admit. But uh, nonetheless, he, he took a shot. I mean, I just can't believe it, honestly, that he took a shot. And then once again, when the press attempted to challenge him with some questions, his staff, the White House, they whisked him away. He's yet, that I know of, to really have any sort of protracted presser, just him in a room full of journalists. Trump loved that. You have to give the guy that. Every single day, whether you wanted it or not, every time he stepped outside of that White House, en route to a Marine One there on the White House lawn, which would take him, carry him, transport him to uh, Andrews Air Force Base, to board Air Force One, he would stop, and you could sort of see that his staff was trying to pull him. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) But he stayed there. He answered every question. You may not like what he said, but he did what, in my view, the leader of the free world, certainly of this nation, should do, which is avail themselves to the public through the press. And I don't mean asking them what kind of logs they put on the dang fireplace and what food they feed the, the dogs in the White House. I mean thorny questions, controversial issues, matters of the day. He won't take any of those questions. And he's got this Jen Psaki, who's always his White House press secretary, whose perennial retort is, I'll circle back to you. Kind of tired of that. Man, oh man, it's just crazy. Now, yesterday, folks, the governor ordered a lifting of these restrictions, went into effect at 5 o'clock. And let's be clear, they extend, I believe, uh, Rhino, through the end of the month. Uh, it's not a long-term situation, but... But he did state when he released it that he does believe this will be one of the last executive orders he has to put out in relation to COVID. Totally. And I, I believe that to be the case. So he's kind of, let's just say, sort of phasing into it. You know, easing into it, which I think is sort of designed to... Not get too far out over your skis. Let's see how it goes. Cases, by the way, down again today. I think, what, 394 is the last date I saw. I could be wrong a little bit. But um, I know it wasn't anything that got my attention like north of 1,000. Yeah, and especially looking at the long-term care outbreaks, we're down to 57. Way down. Hospitalizations down. Deaths down. People are getting shots in the arms. I think everything's trending positive. I think it's a good move. Should have happened. You're going to see other states do the same thing. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back with more talk on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. (laughs) 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. This month, we'll be celebrating the anniversary of our first year in business. My wife, Jane, never misses a chance to remind me how bad my timing was to open a retail gun store right at the start of a global pandemic. But thanks to many of you, we've had a great year. Plus, we've made a lot of new friends. We have ammo arriving daily, and you will find our prices to be the lowest in the area. We'll be offering specials all month to celebrate me proving my wife wrong. So I hope you'll come see us. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Have you been dreaming of that perfect outdoor kitchen or entertainment space? What about that perfect sunroom? G3 Services can make that dream come true. Whether it's a man cave or she shed, G3 is the answer. Owner Derek Gentry and his crew will work hard to install your fence, deck, patio, or even build you a barn. G3 is a trusted outdoor living space contractor. You can find G3 Services on Facebook and Angie's List. Call them today or email Derek at dgentry01 at gmail.com. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Gallo here, back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. with all the news, weather, traffic, and info you need to start your day in the Jackson Metro area. Right now, more of the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi, 97.3. Talk, but still want to make your opinion known? Well, you know you can send JT a text message, right? Go ahead, text your thoughts to 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Use your fingers and join the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes, my cycle hums, ready to race to you. These days are on. Gray sky, hello blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. So 
right, it can't be wrong, rocking and rolling all week long. Happy days, everyone. Welcome back to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard Rhino in the studio. As of this year, we are now twice as far away from when Happy Days was made yeah. as it was from the 50s. Golly, that's an interesting little tidbit of data. Wow. Because, of course, it was set in the 50s. And, and so it was popular in the early 70s, I believe, Yeah, it right? started in 74. 74. So that's and been 45 years. So if you think about it... two, so yeah, 47 years. Well, you put it in this context, 74, you're 15 to 20 years removed from sort of the era in which the show was set, but the year 2000, Y2K... 9-11 is further away from us now than that was then. This, it's a good point. It's kind of incredible. Time just rolls right along, as they say. So, let's see here. Darius and Jackson says, as a result, I assume this is what he's saying, as a result of the governor lifting the mask mandate, cases are going to skyrocket. Is that, uh, are you suggesting, Darius, that you believe that or that this is what Joe Biden messaged? I don't know. I didn't, I don't know if he said that. I listened to his little, the, the sound bite of his little briefing, sort of round table in the White House sitting around. And he's just once again just hammering, you got to wear your mask and wash your hands in hot water. That's what he said. <laughs> it's, I keep thinking about, the the uh, the Nassau County lady. No doubles. You can play tennis, but no doubles. Dang it! Because COVID, it spreads more when you're playing doubles. Golly! Hot water. Don't just wash your hands. Hot water. You got that? Have you heard that yet? So hot water. Happy birthday twice. Antibacterial soap. Double mask. And uh, <laughs> the vaccine may not end transmission. Yeah. I'm hearing that, too. But, so what else do we have on the plate? <laughs> you know, if you lined up 50 of these scientists, for example, about all these matters, including transmissibility of COVID post-full vaccination, you can't get a straight answer. You can't get a consensus. You get a straight answer. You can't get a consensus. Well, you can't get a straight answer from Dr. Fauci. Well, you can get a straight answer. It just won't be the same straight answer you'll have two days from now. <laughs> so He'll tell it to you with a straight face. <laughs> you're true. Uh, so, Darius, tell us what you mean by that. Is it your opinion, or is that something you heard from others, such as the president? David says he loves the word fundamentally. He does. And there's a tape going around from a... a I don't know where he was. He was, he was uh, filmed making some sort of remarks. It's going around now where he's got more ums embedded in it than does Jen Psaki, and she's the queen of ums. He does love the word fundamentally. I agree. Didn't Joe Biden say, this is on the ceasefire text line, coming in from the 662 area, didn't Joe Biden say on January 20th that he would fire any of his appointees who show disrespect or talk down to someone right there on the spot? No ifs, ands, and buts. 
Now Joe calls us ne- Neanderthals. Can we at least put him in timeout? Yeah, that's actually true, and that is a good point. And as you recall, Rhino, he was standing in front of a podium talking to a Zoom meeting, and you could see the tile of, uh, of the displays and all the participants, the tile of their each little video feed, and it was his staff. And that basically what he was saying is, we won't accept anybody talking disrespectful in this administration. And then he does that. You know, Mr. Uniter. Oh, that really unites people there, doesn't Use pejoratives. Because he intended it to be a pejorative, even though I'm convinced after reading the Smithsonian report, you know, they're scientists, that Neanderthals were pretty dang smart people. I just also saw that all of the remains that they have excavated, scientists, what do you call those people that do that? Archaeologist? Yeah, I guess Anthropologist? so. Anthropologist? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. The people that do Maybe that. Maybe some geologists somewhere in there? That could be. And so the Smithsonian article goes on to say that like 75%, I think it was, is a high number of every set of remains that they dug up all showed fractures, most multiple fractures. And they said that's because they probably got tangled up hunting big game for food. That sort of makes sense. But they survived it. That was the point. These people, you know, their body just naturally healed those fractures. Obviously, they didn't show their Medicaid card and go to the doctor uh, back then. So Yeah, it's crazy what, what scientists, and especially archaeologists, can learn from the skeletons they find. Like, uh, there was a skeleton found in England that was uh, not, not quite Neanderthal, didn't go quite that far back, but it, it showed that even the society at the time cared for the elderly because they found a a skeleton that was obviously elderly and had severe deformities like like major cranial scar tissue like bone and and, uh, a hip that wouldn't have fit into its socket at a certain point so this person lived after incurring those injuries or with those debilitating conditions in a society that we oftentimes think of as savage caveman. Well, they obviously weren't that savage if they were taking care of the sick and the infirm. Yeah, meaning they had uh, human emotion. They weren't Dr. Spock, Mr. Spock, excuse me. They weren't, uh, they weren't like him, who didn't possess human emotion, he being a Vulcan. Yeah, so it says... When you look at, this is uh, from one of the anthropologists, by the way, when you look at adult Neanderthal fossils, particularly the bones of the arms and skull, you see evidence of fractures. He's an anthropologist at Washington University in St. Louis. I've yet to see an adult Neanderthal skeleton that doesn't have at least one fracture. That's amazing. It's a rough life. And in adults in their 30s, it's common to see multiple healed fractures. He says that they suffered so many broken bones, suggests they hunted large animals up close, probably stabbing prey with heavy spears. You do that all the time, don't you? You get close to heavy prey. (laughs) They do have spear hunting season in Alabama. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You serious? I'm serious. Alabama has spear hunting, and there are people that do go <laughs> hog hunting with a 12, 14, 15-inch Bowie knife. 
Wow. They'll go with dogs that are trained to like hold the animal, and then they go up and stick oh. the pig with a knife. That seems a little savage. That's that's weird. Okay, that's totally legal, huh? In some places, I got you. I don't well, think you can legally spear hunt in season in Mississippi. Okay. Well, so I got a full disclosure here. My family on my mother's side hails from deep in Cajun country in Louisiana. If folks are, are familiar with the area of Palmetto, Louisiana, it's just about 10 miles from Melville. Everybody knows where that is, and that's just a few miles from Crot Springs, right? <laughs> Anyhow, deep in the Atchafalaya Basin there. And all of my mother's brothers, four of them, were big-time hunters. Everybody is, of course, down there. And one of my uncles in particular, uh, the only one still living today, by the way, he, uh, he's got the record for killing the largest snapping turtle ever in Louisiana, and it is on display. He had it, he had it mounted and on display, still with plaques showing the date and all the particulars. It's in, by the way, it's in La Beaux, Louisiana. The only thing there is that general store where it's on display and a train station, so you can get out. <laughs> but it's gigantic. I mean, you just can't believe how the head is like big as my head. And my uncle did that by hand in the water. And it's, it says there. So I talked to him about two, three weeks ago, still alive. And uh, Uncle Emmett, pretty cool. Big old snapping turtle. How you do that without it killing you first? I have no idea. Because <laughs> it can. It's it, you versus it. It's, it's going it. to be it. <laughs> wow. We're going to take a break right here on the JT Show. We got some messages coming your way, and then we'll be right back. Stay with us. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. Engagements offer the promise of eternal love. Confirm that inspiration with a stunning diamond from All Britons. Every stone is carefully selected for its color, cut, and clarity. From classic solitaires to multiple stone selections, All Britons offers the latest designs celebrated for splendor and value. All Britons, 
four generations strong and still Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Illegal immigrants are crossing the border following President Biden's reversal of former President Trump's policies. Congressman Michael Guest says now it is a humanitarian crisis. We are in the beginning stages of a humanitarian crisis on our border caused by the policies of President Joe Biden. We must return to the proven policies of the previous administration to secure our borders during this critical time. And with the rolling back of restrictions in Mississippi and Texas, state health officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says we can't let events like spring break move us in the wrong direction. There's no way in the heck I would go sit in a crowded bar right now, indoors or out really. Please exercise caution. There are safe things to do if you're outdoors at something and you're spaced out nicely from other folks. It's going to be pretty safe, but you can catch COVID and we can mess this up. Mask mandates still do exist at the local level in several Mississippi cities. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a, with a good team and a good uh, result from, from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat, so if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. 
new voice is here on Super Talk Mississippi. Dan Bongino. He's a former Secret Service agent, police officer, best-selling author, and host of the fastest-growing conservative talk show in America, The Dan Bongino Show. Each weeknight, starting at 11, Dan Bongino tackles the hottest political issues, debunking the rhetoric, and giving you the hard-hitting truth. The Dan Bongino Show. Weeknights at 11. The Dan Bongino Show on Super Talk Mississippi. You're hanging out with JT, Mississippi's voice of reason. That's reasonably funny. And Rhino, Mississippi's most eligible bachelor. Ooh, sexy. Together, they bring you the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. loves that well i was inspired by our conversation during the break about the hunter carl akeley tell, tell him about that so carl akeley was a hunter that was um out on the prowl on safari and a leopard a, a big cat leaped at him and attempted to get him so he punched at the cat and when he punched the cat the cat bit the hunter carl's hand and instead of reacting like, I don't know, 99.999% of humanity would and recoiling from the cat biting his fist, he shoved his fist down the cat's throat and strangled it. Because uh, it was him or the cat, and it was going to be the cat. I want that dude on my team. That's pretty strong there. And the, there's a picture of him. I'll, I'll put it on the, the JT Show Facebook group, and I'll retweet it from my Twitter account, Rhino Rants. Wow. It's just him standing there next to the cat. The cat's dead, tied up. And he's he's got his arm in a sling and his hand bandaged, just like, yeah, yeah, I did that. He conquered the cat. <laughs> on the 228 on the C Spire text line, this is Elizabeth from Goche. She says, and you know, our little Neanderthals have been in school since August. Indeed, they have. But they're not in many of those. You know, higher-functioning civilizations like California, New York, they know better. What kind of education are the kids getting there? Zero. Zoom. Rumors, not Zoomers, as the sign said, by those wanting to get back in school. Scott and Clinton says, did the governor say if you were, are wearing a mask, you're going to be fine? No. He said, if you want to wear a mask, just wear one. Yeah. Optional. It's just, just lifting in order. Now, it's true that there are many businesses and establishments who are still requiring them, and that is within their right. Certainly, most of the larger national organizations are. And it gets kind of thorny when they start imposing different rules say, for a national organization based on their location to sort of adhere to the, the states or the community, the city's orders, 
that gets a little hairy. I get that. So, but for the most part, I'm already seeing people. I went somewhere last night to do a takeout for my wife and I. Walked in a restaurant. It was absolutely jam-packed here in in, uh, the Madison area. And I would say even those waiting in line, inside, outside, just moving about, no masks, no order. That's their prerogative. That's their right, in my view. So on the 601 ceasefire text line, listen to Kamala and the administration running the government. Seems like it. Biden just standing in position as a president. Kamala will be the next president in less than two years. I know that's a popular opinion, and it, it, it's plausible. It's, it's, a, it's a logical theory. I, actually, I don't believe it. I think he's going to make it. I think he's going to stay there for four years. To some extent, I think they believe they've got a better chance of pushing through their agenda with him just on auto pin, as I like to say, than if she were in there. I think that would make possibly make it even more difficult for the legislative Democrats, uh, the congressional Democrats, I should say, to push the agenda through. Just a theory. But uh, uh, it's logical conclusion there from the listener. Uh, right, here's a, a photo of a tweet on the ceasefire text line from the 228 zone. This, this Twitter uh, user it has the handle of Ryan M. It says, Trump took down ISIS and Biden took down Dr. Seuss. That's from Ryan McNeil. On Twitter, pretty cool. Stanley and Lafayette says, What Mr. O'Biden needs to understand is that we in Mississippi could care less what he thinks. I think that's true of a lot of folks. I think they share the same opinion. Unfortunately, he's got a lot of power. That's the deal we have to wrestle with. Darius did write back. Thank you that for that, Darius. He says, Just an educated opinion as far as cases are likely to skyrocket, something he texted us a little while ago. Uh, just an, un, an, excuse me, an uneducated opinion, because everybody isn't vaccinated yet, but I'm far from an expert, laugh out loud. Well, I, I hear you, Darius, but that would suggest that that vaccinations are the only way to prevent spread, that there's no other way. i, I got to tell you, most of my... My medical contemporaries, and I think if you, it's not just here locally, my little circle of friends, but Rhino, if you, if you look at, I say, widespread opinion within the medical, the scientific community, pretty much it's felt that spread outside, contraction out of doors. Is way less. We talked about that yesterday. You got to be pretty much actively trying to catch it outside and, to get it. And here's outside. The, here's the problem for for the Bidens who are calling those who are lifting restrictions Neanderthal, because every single time, if you think about it, there was some sort of Trump event, one of his big rallies during the campaign season. Every single time, they would absolutely melt down the media, the Democrats. He's killing people, super spreader event. I don't think any of those ever occurred. I, I'm not aware of any 
major stories that said we can absolutely trace thousands of cases to some Trump rally. The only one I saw where they attempted to politicize the, the tracing and tried to pin it on one big event wasn't a Trump rally. It was the Sturgis bike rally. And in the in the attempt to paint that as a super spreader event, they revealed the the problems and the fallacies in that logic of you got all these thousands of people. Yeah, they can all come into this one place that doesn't really necessarily make it a super spreader event unless you can prove that it spread there. Yeah. And you really right. can't when you get that many thousands of people. The probability and statistics don't line up to where, yeah, we can say with certainty that was a super spreader, because it wasn't. Yeah, not without the most incredibly precise contact tracing, which would take a whole heck of a lot of time, and people being able to remember every place they went after that. It And the only way to do that is with technology that, as you recall, we talked about it right here on the air. The contact tracing apps never took hold. There were a lot of people I know in our audience that were convinced we were all going to be mandated to carry around contact electronic digital contact tracing apps. And all this, oh my gosh, don't download that version of the operating system and all that garbage. None of that happened, just like we said. None of that happened. But that would be the only way, frankly, to really come up with any kind of reasonably accurate analysis of spread from a single event. By the way, our friend Keith Olbermann, you know him, don't you? Keith Olbermann, he, Unfortunately. he may be one of the most despicable humans in the country. I'm just going to say it. And I, I look, I, I fashion myself as a Christian, a godly person. I don't hate anybody. I really, I do my best. I'm not perfect. I'm like everybody else. I'm a flawed human. I don't hate this guy. I just think he's bad for the country. Let's just put it that way. I don't agree with him. And here's what he says. He says, following the announcement that Texas, this was before, by the way, Mississippi Governor Reeves announced lifting of the restrictions. He says, following the announcement that Texas will be dropping its COVID-19 mask mandate and allowing businesses to fully open starting next week, he took issue with it. And he says, why are we wasting vaccinations on Texas if Texas has decided to join the other side of the virus? The other side. The side of the virus, essentially. That's what he's saying. So he is implying, it's crazy. That by lifting these That's restrictions... It's like a fourth grader's insult. It is. By, by, You're on the cootie side. <laughs> by lifting these restrictions, we're joining in the fight with the virus to spread more. That's insane. He's an idiot. Oh, golly. Jerry and Bubble says, I think Reeves made the right move. Yeah, I think so, too. Kind of common sense. Curtis in Biloxi sent a photo of a Neanderthal, says, sitting here in Mississippi wondering what we're going to do about the pedo in chief. Oh, my gosh. We'll be back after these messages. Thanks.
Rogers Dabb Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabb's fleet. Call the Rogers Dabb's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabbs.com. Rogers Dabb Chevrolet. Find new roads. What are the kids singing about? You know that game, Whack-A-Mole? Yeah. Well, the kids think the car tires are like the mallet, and those awful potholes are... Oh, I get it. That's kind of cute. Really, Mom? Tell that to my wheels and tires. Here in central Mississippi, our roads are loaded with potholes. That's bad news for your wheels and tires. Stop by the Tire Depot for fast service or new tires. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. At Woods Equipment, we've got a Cub Cadet just for you. Whether you like to sit, stand, or power through last year's hay, we have the tools to get the job done right. Stop by and visit our open house event on March 5th and 6th, where you can enjoy special deals, food, drinks, and fun for the whole family. Speak with an official Cub Cadet rep and test drive the full line of Cub Cadet outdoor equipment, delivering their enhanced strength, performance, and durability. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store, on March 5th and 6th for our open house event located on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down. Let's make a deal. Afraid of falling? You're not alone. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson can help you improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of unique specialized therapists utilize cutting-edge equipment only found at Physical of Jackson. Conveniently located in Flowood, Physical of Jackson can help you get back to enjoying a healthy, independent lifestyle again. Call Physical of Jackson today for your appointment. 601-487-2260. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, May cotton was up 27 to 88.72. July cotton was up 21 to 89.62. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were up 24.5 to 14.32 per bushel. July soybeans were up 21.5 to 14.13 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was up four and a half to five thirty-nine and three quarters per bushel. July corn was up three and three quarters to five twenty-seven and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was down fifty-seven to one eighteen eighty-two. June live cattle was down fifty to one seventeen seventeen. April feeders down one fifty to one thirty-nine seventy-five. May feeders down one forty-five to one forty-three twelve. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down twenty-one points, thirty-one thousand two forty-nine. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. I've been farming my whole life. I don't need somebody to come out here and state the obvious. I don't need anybody to explain my farm to me. My local co-op works with CHS, and they know what I need when I need it. A global network of support. Local expertise. And valuable market options. We need a co-op that's here for us. So we can own every day. When you're an owner of a local cooperative connected to CHS, you get local expertise, a proven efficient supply chain, and global market access. Learn more at cooperativeownership.com. Winter break is coming to an end for cattle parasites. So start your parasite fight now. With Safeguard Feed Formulations, keeping up that fight is easier than ever. Available in blocks, cubes, pellets, or free choice mineral, Safeguard Feed Formulations are the convenient, labor-saving way to deworm cattle on grass. Simply add it to your current feed and mineral program. No processing, no shoot, no added stress. Remember to consult your veterinarian for assistance in the diagnosis, treatment, and control of parasitism. 
Seattle here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Time to talk, but still want to make your opinion known? Well, you know you can send JT a text message, right? Go ahead, text your thoughts to 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Use your fingers and join the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. Yo, Joe! He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe! G.I. Joe is there. It's G.I. Joe against Cobra, the enemy, fighting to save the day. He never gives up. He's always there, fighting for freedom over land and air. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Rhino aims to please. That a request on the super top all hit request line here on the J.T. Show. <laughs> Rhino. He <laughs> went to the library, dug up that disc, mounted it on the turntable. <laughs> right? That's what you did? Oh, yeah. Oh. That's the season two intro. That's the <laughs> deep cut G.I. Joe theme song. Season. How many seasons did it have? It was terrible. Oh, come on now. <laughs> just because nobody ever actually had any serious injuries. They were always just bandaged up at the end of the episode. That's true. I mean, you had, you're, drive, you're, you're piloting a jet fighter plane, and two Cobra missiles blow your plane to smithereens. You're going to have a parachute. You're going to be fine. You're going to have some bandages at the end of the episode. That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, it kind of reminds me back in the old Ole Miss football days. We had John Forcade, the quarterback, when I was at school, and Used to listen to the radio broadcast. You have Larry Grantham, Lyman Helms, and uh, I think Larry was on the sideline. Had a real kind of raspy voice, you know, and 4K, he's uh, running for his life as he always was, scrambling around the pocket, gets hit, beat up pretty hard. He com- comes off to the sidelines, wobbling. <laughs> and they said, uh, Larry, down you, you did with John 4K, how's he doing? He says, Well, Looks like he's got ribs sticking out of his chest. He's got uh, a beat-up neck. His eyes shut. Blood's coming out of the nose. He'll be back in next series. He wanted to wish his grandmother happy birthday. Back to you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Gary in the Berg says, will the flu take off? The masks and sanitizer seem to work on it. Time will tell if it was a month or two early to lift the mandate. This is Gary from the Bowling Alley. Neanderthals inhabit bowling alleys and golf courses. By the way, I did, they did. I, I did hear they might be buried underneath them, but they probably did. I did hear uh, one of these scientists on CNN yesterday says he believes we should continue to, even after we reach so-called herd immunity and we've got mass vaccinations out, we should continue to wear masks social distance in the winters permanently. I don't think so. That's what he wants. You knew this was coming. Just playing devil's advocate here. That makes sense in uh, New York. Um, most of New Jersey where it's urban. Where you got people stacked on top of each other. Yeah, it probably wouldn't hurt to wear a mask during flu season. But in Issaquina County, Mississippi, 
I don't think it's really going to make that big a difference on the flu season. I would agree. And and even with respect to the flu, I think so, to some extent we have to balance our appetite for risk with... The only our, reason I say it's it's even worth the shot in heavily populated places where they're stacked on top of each other is because... They've done studies in places like Japan and Korea where yeah, it's true. Yeah, mask usage is prevalent and it's widespread for times in the year, but it's usually oh, you woke up with the sniffles so you put on a mask so other people around you know, oh, yeah, give them some space. It's not this government mandated thing to this is we're from the government, we're here to protect you. Yep. It's self-responsibility for your own illness and the protection of others. Yep. Agree. And so, I just say it's choice, you know, exactly. in, in that respect. I think most of our audience would agree with that as well, but we shall see. Um, Chris and Summit, he says super rush. Not sure what he means by that. Oh, that was talking about the uh, pig sticking with the knife. Ah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, okay. I, I okay if you say so, Chris. <laughs> You are brave, in my view. Uh, let's see. Brian and Tupelo. My TV was accidentally on CNN. Come on, Brian. You tune in. We know it. Come clean. Just kidding. Was accidentally on CNN, and they were going crazy about Texas and Mississippi lifting mask mandates when they said and put on the screen that Mississippi COVID cases were up 68%. I even backed it up and watched it again. That is not true. He says just flat-out lies. I agree. That is simply not true. And I mean, it depends on what period of time you measure. What's the start and the end time? This this all goes back. It, it, it kind of reminds me of all the talking we've been doing about taxes. You know, math, you got to have all the inputs to properly analyze thorny issues like this, complex issues like this. This isn't exact math, but if you are trying to say that the cases are rising 68%, you're using data that is at least five months old. At least. Totally agree. And then, look, it was it was rough for a period of 1,000. We had 2,000, I think. Did we have a 3,000 day, it seems like, or close to it? That was concerning, but it quickly started trending down. What are we? Three ninety four was that? Was that the right number today? Yeah, as of today, we are at four seventy nine with twenty one new deaths, but fifty seven long term care facility outbreaks. Okay, so four hundred plus. We'll be back after these messages. We got Jamison Taylor in the studio coming up. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. Fox News, I'm Julian Wu. Some 53 million Americans have gotten at least one COVID vaccine shot, and the CDC is preparing to issue new guidelines for them. A federal official with knowledge of these proposed guidelines from the CDC says that the agency is likely to continue recommending that people wear face masks even after they've been fully vaccinated. Fox's Jonathan Sari. Gatherings without face masks will likely be limited to small groups of fully vaccinated persons held in private houses or nursing homes. Dr. Anthony Fauci says as larger numbers of Americans get vaccinated, the nation can expect a gradual return to normal. And the number of people applying for first-time jobless help last week rose, but by less than expected to 745,000. Those continuing to receive jobless help, just under 4.3 million. America's listening to Fox News. 
I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms could mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss Sports. Brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, one 800 647 540 or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The U.S. House of Representatives is canceling today's session and all votes for the remainder of the week following a threat that a militia group is planning an attack on Congress today. That warning was issued by Capitol Police Wednesday. Why today? March 4th was historically the original day for a presidential inauguration. Former Congressman Greg Harper was there January 6th when protesters stormed the Capitol. They came in, locked all the doors, did uh, did all of that. You could tell it was, you know, you heard some breaking of glass and things like that. They got us out, got us over to the Rayburn building, then to the Longworth building. And then I made my way to an office in the back and uh, I actually was with Congressman Michael Guest. And the second time that uh, Fox News announced where our secure location was, we decided it was time to go somewhere else. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hey, I'm Steve Azar, and you never know who or what you'll hear when I spend a Mississippi minute with my friends. We are with the fabulous Norbert Putnam as he played on so many hit records, you can't count them, and produced for some of the biggest acts ever. We got to talk Jimmy Buffett. One day at breakfast, he says, uh, I started a new song. It's about a night and a day in, in Key West. I played a bar and I got drunk and coming home, I stepped out of my flip-flop and I just kept going. I stepped on a beer can. <laughs> next morning, I'm up and I'm hungover and I'm trying to make a margarita. I got some shrimp boiling. I can't find the salt. I said, Jimmy, I kind of like this. And he said, yeah, I think I'll call it Margaritaville. In a Mississippi Minute. Be sure to check out In a Mississippi Minute with me, Steve Azar, right here on your local Super Talk Mississippi station and now on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. During a panel discussion yesterday, Dr. Anthony Fauci called Mississippi's decision to roll back restrictions risky. We really don't want to claim premature victory. Right now, we need to get the level of community spread. Right now, it's between 55 and 70,000 cases per day. In order to completely pull back on all public health measures, you want that level to be remarkably low. The Department of Health is reporting 479 new cases of COVID. The latest report brings the state's total up to just over 296,100. With the confirmation of 21 additional deaths, 6,764 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. Hospitalizations have dipped below 400 for the first time since last April, and outbreaks in long-term care facilities are down to 57. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, this is Ford Truck Month. Get the best deals of the year on the only trucks that are built Ford Tough. Drive home the all-new, completely redesigned 2021 Ford F-150, the legendary performer Ford Super Duty, or the adventure-ready Ford Ranger. Work or play, count on Ford trucks to get the job done, and hurry because Ford Truck Month is an event you don't want to miss. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Just when you think you've heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. It's time. It's time to kickstart another hour of the JT Show. Give me freaking ease. On with the show. Showtime. Now, here's more with JT on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Hour two of the JT Show continues on. Super Talk Mississippi on this. What day is it, Rhino? Friday Eve. There you go, Friday Eve. Welcome aboard, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us in the studio with us now, Dr. Jamison Taylor, the Vice President for Policy at the Mississippi Center for Public Policy. Good morning, uh, Jamison. Good to see you today, man. Good morning, and uh, I am not wearing a mask. I see that. <laughs> but... but Full disclosure, we are separated by more than six feet. The brick walls. Yeah, yeah that's true. Brick walls. And Rhino's behind the glass in there. So I feel like we're good to go. Oh, my gosh. Has there ever been anything more of a political lightning rod, maybe in our history, than masks on your head? I mean, it's yeah, this is – I know a lot of people who they, – they, they came to me um, – last year and said i've decided to make my stand i'm not going to wear a mask and uh <laughs> I, I support people's uh, individual freedom to uh do what they're going to do i think there's lots of other issues you can make a stand on though as well yeah that are, that are very important and um uh, we're here today to talk about some of those i mean so you know to some extent covid's been a big distraction from some really important things going on in our country um and People now need to focus on some of those things, especially focus on some of the crazy things going on at the federal level and how the state of Mississippi needs to prepare to respond to that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think in particular, we've got this $1.9 trillion rescue, American Rescue Act. They're really cute with the names of these bills. <laughs> the Equality Act. I mean, who's against <laughs> equality? And then you dig underneath it. And then H.R. 1, right, which passed the House yesterday, yes. 
And we should also point out, as you know, but for the benefit of our audience that maybe are not familiar with this, this practice, is that the party in charge of a chamber gets to number, if you will, the bill. And when they number it one, that means it's the highest priority, in theory, That's to that right. party. Yeah, and it was the it was HR uh, one was Nancy Pelosi's priority a couple of years ago when Mississippi became the first state to pass statewide protections for donor privacy, and that's uh, an issue that the Mississippi Center for Public Policy led on. But the, why is that important? Because HR one is going to destroy the funding infrastructure of the conservative movement. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi's goal and the House's goal is to turn the rest of the country into California, where Republicans are a super minority. Yeah. I mean, the only debate in California is between the really radical leftists, <laughs> who right. are essentially Marxists, That's right. and the, the so-called moderate liberals, who are you know, really actually radically liberal, they're just maybe not Marxists. <laughs> That's the goal. And so, uh, circling back, as Jen Psaki would have, to the point, it's called the For the People Act. Yeah. It sounds so, oh, well, we're for the people. Yeah. And then you dig into it and say, no, this ain't for the people. <laughs> this is for the radical left, is what it's for. It would fundamentally, oh gosh, I don't want to ch- use Joe Biden's favorite word, as one of our listeners said the other day. Don't cancel me for that. But it, it would transform, shall we say, the entire elections environment in this country. It would essentially federalize it almost to the point where there would be virtually no state and local purview over the entire elections process. Yeah, and not only does it do that, but by basically forcing disclosure of donors to nonprofits, it's going to basically bring cancel culture to everything that everyone does. If you're a member of the NRA, well, they're going to find out about it. If you're uh, if you're supporting a pro-life group, they're going to find out about it. And you're already, I mean, you're seeing there's websites now that they're they're uh, recording who voted for Trump. I suppose folks that said in public, "I'm going to vote for Trump," and they're looking looking to dox those folks. But I mean, keeping records, naming names, that's what the left wants to do. And it's it's really about destroying what they perceive to be their enemies. I think us on the right, we see one America. We see one country. We want to work together. Uh, we want, you know, we recognize we can have honest disagreements, but we want to be in dialogue. There's no dialogue with the radical left. They want to silence their enemies. And that's really what HR1 is doing. It's And if that passes, it's, I mean, it's going to fundamentally not just change our elections, it's going to change the face of America. No this question is a very about dangerous, it. very dangerous bill. And it's the tactic is intimidation. Yeah, uh, that, that's really we're going to get you to align with our views and fall fall in line with our our ideology by intimidating you, scaring you. I mean, almost to the point of you're going to lose your job. Uh, we're already seeing examples of that just yeah. by what yeah. your political beliefs are. You lose your job for that. Uh, make it almost impossible for you to function in certain areas of society, uh, negatively impact your business, your livelihood, uh, and also even threaten physical harm. It's, it's not beyond that, in my view. 
Yeah, and also, you know, folks, let's say uh, if it's an organization like NFIB, we saw NFIB went out on a limb and sued the Obama administration over Obamacare. Uh, National if, Federation if, of Independent Businesses. That's yep. right, yeah, small businesses. And so what happens when suddenly all of their donors who are businesses, what happens when that list is public? Do you think that those businesses are going to get federal contracts? No. Terrible so policy. I mean, this is, yeah, this goes very, very deep, uh, and it's very troubling legislation. And then, so on top of that, as you know, as we mentioned, we have the $2 trillion, uh, basically CARES Act three, Yeah. And uh, that's definitely something that Mississippi leaders need to start to prepare for. We saw, you know, with Hurricane Katrina, there's kind of a tale of two states. You saw that Mississippi with Haley Barber was uh, very organized and used that money very effectively compared to Louisiana, where they got all this money, and it seems like they wasted a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, with some similar potential here, we need Mississippi leaders, we need the governor, we need the legislature to get together and figure out a smart way to use this money so that it has a lasting impact and it can help the kids, for instance, that have had learning loss in schools. We had a, we had a bill in the legislature called Stay on Track this year that would have helped kids by uh, giving parents $1,000 that they could use for online learning or that they could use to hire a public school teacher as a tutor. Uh, that bill, we had a couple different versions. One was introduced by John Horn, who's a African-American Democrat. We had one introduced by Chris McDaniel, who, you know, everyone knows who he is, very conservative Republican. Kent McCarty, uh, who's a, a Republican, but, um, you know, not as conservative as, as Chris. Uh, but that's it's an idea that's very popular uh, with voters, and that's something that we should look at. How are we going to use this money that we're supposed to be getting to improve our educational system? How are we going to use this money that we're supposed to be getting to improve our health care system? We need a plan. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I have an alternative uh, proposal here. You may not agree with that. I, so you and I were talking before we went on the air. It, it remains to be seen the sausage is still being made. Bill's passed the House over in the Senate. It, 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 it is expected that we will see another voterama, a series of amendments proposed uh, by Republicans in particular that are going to try to tank the bill and also get uh, voting records established based on these uh, amendments. Yeah. But anyhow, the the allocation is $350 billion total to the 50 states, and, and that, um, I think, by Constitution has to be allocated uh, proportionately to their, um, their population. So I don't know what that works out to be for Mississippi. I'm estimating $500 to $600 million. Yeah, yeah. Is, is that yeah, okay? Yeah, that's so, what same I figure. Say. All right. So uh, the last tranche is $1.25 uh, tr- uh, billion, billion. Excuse me. Yeah. Billion. Yeah. So $500 million. Let's just send everybody a check. So uh, that's another idea I have. Let's just do our own sort of direct payment stimulus deal. Let's send everybody a rebate. That's easy, based on your state tax return. Just an idea, but I hear what you're saying. No, I, I think that's, and I think that should be part of the framework okay. that leadership comes up with. I think that, I mean, right now, people kind of need to see that the way that politics is breaking down are insiders versus outsiders. That's something that Trump took advantage of. But what people don't want to see is all of this money going to the quote-unquote insiders for this contract, for this and that. 
people believe that they can do better with that money in their own pocket. No question. And I think whether it's education or whether it's health care, we need to use that money to empower the families of Mississippi because they know what their needs are. They yep. know whether or not their child, for instance, maybe he's okay with spelling, but he's falling behind in math. They know whether their child's going to need to get a, a tutor in math. I'm with it. You know, they know what some of the they know what their health care needs are. Well, we could advise on that, and hopefully they're listening here today. We're going to take a, real, a break right here. You hang with us there? Yes, yeah. yes. We've got Jamison Taylor from the Mississippi Center for Public Policy. We'll be back with more as Cheers bumps us out of this segment. Stay with us. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Right now, Allstate has almost as many ways to save as there are types of music. Save for being a new customer. Save more for adding DriveWise. And save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent to get a quote. Find out how much you can save today. Allstate, now that should be music to your ears. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. DriveWise is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. It's scary to be diagnosed with stage three rectal cancer at age 30. I was a new mom with a new job and a husband out of town when I found out. So I'm very thankful for St. Dominic's. I met with a different specialist every day for a week. 
And all of a sudden, I had an entire team of medical professionals coming together to save my life. And that's exactly what they did for me and my son. Thanks to St. Dominic's, I can be the mom I always wanted to be. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. Compassionate hearts. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. JT and Rhino. Have you been exposed to any type of radioactivity? This is the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. That one puts me to sleep. Uh, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, you know, as a child, when that was popular, I tried to master that by cupping my hands, you know, and doing that. I would say I can't do it now, but when I was a child, I used to. <laughs> I'm always reminded of the oil commercial that used it way back in the day. Who was that? Ah, uh, Pennzoil, maybe? I'll okay. have to double-check that one. I didn't know that. I just remember that from my childhood. You know, they don't even advertise anymore, right? Pennzoil. They'd be canceled. Oil! Yeah. You can't do I remember when uh, Shell introduced, this was probably in the 70s, 60s, they introduced this additive to their gas that was supposed to give you better mileage called Platformate. New Shell with Platformate. That was just all over the airwaves. You can't do that anymore. You can't use fossil fuels. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to wear a mat, not just a mask to cover your nose and your mouth to protect against COVID when you put gas in your car. You're gonna have to wear like a ski mask and like make sure nobody's watching you putting fossil fuels in your car. Anyhow, we digress. So we've got uh, Jameson Taylor from Center for Public Policy in the studio, and we were talking, Jameson, before we went to break about. These bills that the Democrats are hell bent on getting through there, including the the, uh, the Equality Act, sound it sounds so in- innocuous, so positive, and it's it, by the way we looked it up. It's HR five, which shows you that it uh, how high of a priority it was, and we've got HR one, which passed. But you were talking about some of the risks of what's embedded in that bill with respect to. A disclosure of political contributions and uh, not just political contributions, and but yeah, nonprofit contributions, yeah. which is it's terrible, terrible policy. Yeah, yeah, it's very troubling, very troubling. Uh, and I mean, it's along with that comes membership lists, which you know, uh, yeah, it's the NAACP. You know, this, this is this is not good policy. This is not good policy on for the left or the right. And I think that's kind of. What that's what I was getting at with California. You know, where are the honest liberals who actually care about civil rights? Yeah, I don't see them. And with the you know, you talked about the Equality Act. Talk about bulldozing people's civil rights and their religious liberties. Fortunately, here in Mississippi, lawmakers stood up for uh, the rights of female athletes, at least. And uh, my hats off to Speaker Gunn and to uh, Becky Curry, who championed the bill in the House, and Senator Angela Hill, whose bill it was, the Fairness Act, uh, that passed. 
uh, yesterday in the House is on the way to the governor. The only thing I'll say about that is, uh, you know, I think a lot of folks have, have spoken very articulately about it. What I'll say is that I think it is another example of Mississippi leading the way in telling the truth. And in this case, it's telling the truth that there are biological differences between boys and girls, male and female. Yep. And I think there are other bills that we've passed over the years that are, are basically saying we are not going to cooperate with the lies of this culture that wants us to lie about so many things. And if you kind of think about like the Soviet Union, you know, they, they wanted you, let's lie about how good the economy is. Let's lie about how good life is. And so many people kind of bought that lie and were co-opted. That's why it took so long for that evil empire to fall. But when you have people that are willing to tell the truth, and in my, again, my hat's off to Mississippi lawmakers and leaders, that they've been willing to tell the truth about some of these really fundamental things. That's why in the end, these bills are important because it's it's someone who's sane saying this is not true and this is not right uh, so my, my hat's off for them on on fairness but you know getting back to that federal legislation we were talking to there's another bill to eliminate right to work yeah explain and that to our yeah to our. so uh, I mean one of the keys to Mississippi's economic growth in recent years is that we don't force people to join a union now you can join a union if you want but uh, right to work basically means that uh, the unions can't force themselves upon work Workers, and so it ends up being uh, a basically a, a even a level playing field between the owners of those companies and the unions. And I certainly support unions. I support the right of people to associate privately and kind of pool their efforts. Uh, but we have to also realize that these companies, these owners, are taking a lot of risk. And it has to be a two-way conversation. The bill that is uh, that the House is looking at, the U.S. House, is would basically tilt all the rights toward the unions. Yeah, it's, it's very bad for uh, the American economy. And this, you know, this issue of being free to work is a very important issue. It's one that we've been working on quite a bit at the Center for Public Policy um, here in Mississippi. Uh, a bill that we're working on is HB 1263, which is sponsored by Becky. Curry in the House. And what this bill does is it, it, you know, right now, one in four American workers have to have a license to work. It's basically a permission slip from the government to work. And this licensure regime has grown so much over the last few decades that, uh, I mean, there's just multiple, multiple licenses. It's a bureaucracy, for, an entangled yeah, bureaucracy. Yeah, I mean, shampooers need a license. If you want to taste milk, you need a license. Mechanics don't need a license. For some reason, private certification works just fine for mechanics, you know, even though that's a very important job. That's something that we should look at that private certification. But an issue that's come up is because so many states have so many licenses is that when somebody wants to move to a state like Mississippi, their license doesn't transfer over. Right. And this is really silly, because if you think about it, let's say there's a family in Kentucky and they want to move to Mississippi. So their their son, who's a sophomore in high school, his high school credits are going to transfer over pretty easily to his high school in Mississippi. Let's say they have a daughter who's in college. Her college credits are going to transfer over to university in Mississippi right. pretty easily. Let's say the husband's a mechanic. He's He's got that private certification. He can work in Kentucky. He can work in Mississippi. But let's say that the wife is an occupational therapist. 
it's going to be difficult for her license to transfer over to Mississippi. So uh, this bill that's, that's before the full Senate, what it does is basically just streamlines that process for someone who wants to move to Mississippi, who is establishing residency in Mississippi. It just makes it easy for them to get a Mississippi license. And it's not, we're not talking about someone who you know, is, is in Idaho or Kentucky or wherever else. We're not talking about them keeping that license. Right. We're talking about that when they move move here, they can more easily transfer over their education and experience and get a Mississippi license. And, you know, again, this is what we do everywhere else. Similar to a driver's license, right? Driver's license, college, high school, we do this all the time. We need to do this for Mississippi licenses. I would would make a suggestion to Representative Curry. She should probably rename the bill the Move to Mississippi Act. Because, I mean, this is one of the most important things we can do to grow our state to get skilled labor. We're not talking about folks that are giving welfare. We're talking about people that have spent thousands of dollars to get a good education, and they're going to be skilled labor. They're going to be working. They're going to be paying taxes. And I think this is even, or at least just as important, uh, as cutting the income tax, because if we don't make it easy for someone to transfer over their license, they're not going to come here. Yeah. They're going to, you know, they won't be able to earn an income, so they're not going to care about an income tax cut. We need to first make it easy for them to come, open the door for them, and then have good tax policy on top of that. Well, we want producers, not recipients. Yeah. We want to expand the producer class and decrease the recipient class. And this is a, an approach to doing so, or it's a, an important yeah. factor in that. Yeah, these are skilled jobs. And I mean, we the legislature sometimes puts out these economic incentive packages where we'll give a company $200 million to create 200 skilled jobs. I think you're going to see two, you know, two, 300, 400 jobs a year coming to Mississippi. Skilled labor, skilled jobs. It's going to help employers. It's going to help consumers because they're going to have more choice. Uh, but it's free. Yeah. All we have to do is basically cut the red tape and make it easier for folks to move here. Good point. Medicaid expansion, uh, what happened down to Capitol this year on that? Well, uh, Medicaid expansion is going to be an ongoing conversation. Uh, the, getting back to that, that federal package, the, the CARES Act 3 is what I call it. Uh, there, there are some incentives in there for states to expand Medicaid. Of course. Uh, now, the thing is, is that if we expand Medicaid, we will get 90% federal funding, but we're already getting 80 Four percent. Yeah. So with, with the pandemic, they increased yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. We're already getting a bump up, and so it really does not make economic sense for Mississippi to expand Medicaid because we're already we, we'd have all this extra cost for just six percent more of federal funding. Yeah. The other thing is that. You know, people talk about, well, let's expand Medicaid like Arkansas. Let's expand Medicaid like Indiana. All of the flexibility that Indiana and Arkansas and other states seem to have, that is gone. The Biden administration is signaling that they are not going to give any flexibility if you expand Medicaid. Now, what So-called are, waivers. Yeah, waivers. Them, yeah. And this would be ways to lower your costs because every state yeah. that has expanded Medicaid, costs have exploded. Exploded. Hmm. So if you know we're going to have none of that flexibility, and it's going to end up being very expensive, and it's going to be bad health care. That's yeah. my real problem with Medicaid. It's bad health care. No question. Jameson, thanks so much for coming in today. Thank you, Gerard. I appreciate it. it. We'll talk some more. We've got uh, Jameson Taylor from the Center for Public Policy. He's been our guest during these last two segments. Stay with us for more talk on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi.
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs, from decadent to affordable, you never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the N stands for Newton, 144 Market Street between Mia Bellas and the Great American Cookies. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental, where we create a comfortable environment for our patients. Capital Dental offers general and family dentistry and teeth whitening. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Today on Hey Culligan, Hard Water Hurts Appliances. Go for Glenn in Glenview. Hey Culligan, my appliances aren't that old and they're already on the fritz. Sounds like your hard water might be giving your water appliances a hard time, but there is hope in the form of a Culligan high-efficiency water softener that helps extend the life of dishwashers, washing machines, uh-huh. heating systems. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, hey Culligan. Uh, yeah, Glenn? Yeah, hook me up. Glenn, one high-efficiency appliance-saving softener already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridge Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridge Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridge Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The U.S. House of Representatives is canceling today's session and all votes for the remainder of the week following a threat that a militia group is planning an attack on Congress today. That warning was issued by Capitol Police Wednesday. Why today? March 4th was historically the original day for a presidential inauguration. Former Congressman Greg Harper was there January 6th when protesters stormed the Capitol. They came in, locked all the doors, did uh, did all of that. You could tell it was, you know, you heard some breaking of glass and things like that. They got us out, got us over to the Rayburn building, then to the Longworth building. And then I made my way to an office in the back and uh, actually was with Congressman Michael Guest. And the second time that uh, Fox News announced where our secure location was, we decided it was time to go somewhere else. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Happy New Year from Keep Mississippi Beautiful. This is the time to plan ahead and set our goals for the future. We want to encourage everyone to start planning for our great American cleanup, the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across the state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year and remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Wake up with Gallo. Go to bed with Bongino. It's kind of like the radio version of a panino. Yeah, that's right, a panino. A radio panino with all sorts of good and gooey Mississippi ingredients right in the middle. Deliciously addictive. Paul Gallo, mornings at 6, and Dan Bongino, late nights at 11. The perfect way to start and end your day on Super Talk Mississippi. You have an opinion on something you heard from JT or Rhino? Go ahead, grab your phone and text it to them. You can text at 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone johnny quest that was on the all hit request line i think wasn't it oh yeah man you aim to please that's awesome so larry and brookhaven says they hunted bears in mississippi with knives like hogs in the early 1800s wow didn't know that i bet they got some fractured bones too doing that <laughs> oh wow Let's see here. Mike and Gulfport says the President Biden shows many signs of reduced capacity, and I'm not comfortable with him in a position to make sound decisions based on anything other than what his entourage feeds him. I'm more afraid of what the current VP would do. The next two people are even worse. Yeah, and golly, there was some tape running around, Rhino. I can't remember if I sent that to you or not of Biden where he he's just clearly in a fog. Can't can't function. Uh, trying to remember names and so forth. It it's it is scary. And so there's also a move afoot, is there not, to remove his sole and exclusive power over the so-called nuclear football. I think that's going on as well. And that and that's coming from Democrats, by the way. That's not something coming from the right. 
it's coming from Democrats. And so they're a little concerned about how he handled this Syria bombing deal uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, and so evidently that sort of precipitated this, this move to take away the nuclear football. Kind of weird. Well, it exposed the hypocrisy of Democrats if they didn't question him because they were throwing a hissy fit when Trump killed Soleimani or whatever his name is. Yeah. And there were social media posts and angry letters and press conferences questioning the authority of the president to act without congressional authority on matters of the military and strikes and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then Biden comes and does the same thing. Well, so that just tells me, though, that they're you've got to believe there's a little bit of this sentiment that they lack confidence in his cognitive ability and certainly the ability to think clearly and respond appropriately under pressure. I have that same concern. You just wouldn't expect to see that coming out of his, out of his party. That's a little, I don't know, a little surprising in my view. Jim from Pontotot want to know how to spell Lebeau, Louisiana. And it's, it's L-E-B-E-A-U, by the way. And th- that store that's the only one like in Lebeau, that, to my knowledge, is called Stelly's. And that, uh, a few years ago when I was down there for a funeral of one of my relatives, the snapping turtle was still on display. It's gigantic, I'm telling you. Uh, so, there you go. Chris, the mailman, I'm just now getting to some of this stuff. I'd take being a Neanderthal. Their bone density and physical strength were off the charts. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, Amanda from Pike County says, I was at the store with the big W on it yesterday. I was told that they recommended a mask. I'm not sure if she means Walmart. I don't know. Probably. And recommended or required? Because it is my understanding they're still requiring it. Requiring masks. I know Target is. I saw them listed. Well, with most of the big grocery store chains, it has been a, a suggestion, a recommendation, and a requirement, but they aren't going to put their employees in harm's way of approaching someone or trying to get them to wear a mask if they aren't it's it's just one of those live and let live kind of situations from what i've seen yeah and heard yep Hmm. because we go back to the stat you gave us yesterday and you've given us a couple times it's seven percent of the population that's refusing to wear a mask it's minor all you gotta do is look around right so if you're one of that seven percent and you go to a store and you're refusing to wear a mask more than likely, especially around here, you're not going to have somebody approach you that works for the store to to get you to put it on. And I would argue most of the 7% is probably in the more sparsely populated areas. Uh, you know, I just don't think it, it it's not, it doesn't seem to be as prevalent and you don't feel, I guess, a little bit like you need to uh, kind of fall in line with the larger crowds and the larger areas, communities, and in the bigger stores with more people in them. Kind of it that goes back to something I was saying when we were on the way up in the number of cases back around Thanksgiving and Christmas, that we it's pretty much baked in at this point. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. If you've been wearing a mask and you're okay with wearing a mask, 
you're probably going to keep wearing a mask if asked. I think if that's right. If you have vehemently denied the wearing of masks, then you're probably not going to change your mind anytime soon, so you're probably not going to wear masks. That makes it's, sense. It's all just it's it's in the oven. It's been it's baked in at this point. There's no changing it. I think that's right. Uh, in in a short year, frankly. Tim in Cleveland says Biden has to last two years, otherwise Kamala cannot run for re-election. Because finishing out the term would count as a term. Yep. Uh, You're more likely to get uh, uh, an STD in Sturgis than (laughs) COVID-19. Bikers don't get COVID. That, by the way, was from Scott and Clinton. The uh, STD comment, interesting. Rusty from Greenville, you can prove anything you like using Common Core math. Well, don't forget, math is now racist. That is uh, something that's permeating across the nation. We're going to restructure math. Well, I mean, if being certain is racist, certain, then math is right. obviously racist. Because it is precise. And you so, have to get into the pretty higher level stuff before it gets correct. uncertain. Yeah, like quantum computing, where a bit can have multiple states. What were you telling me, Rhino? What are quantum computers doing with respect to solving pi? Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, the thought problem has come up in recent weeks that you can take any, any number out there, whether it be an integer or an irrational, or, and the theory is you can raise it to itself enough times and wind up with an integer. And the thought problem came out, well, what about pi to the pi to the pi to the pi. Well, we can calculate pi to the pi to the pi. We have that computing capability. But if you raise it on itself again, we no longer have that computing capability. There's not a supercomputer on the planet that could do that in the lifespan of a human being. Correct. Because there's that many digits in the computation. Whereas with quantum computing, it's theorized we could, and again, this is theoretical, purely theoretical, we could figure out the final digit of pi. And the, the country that develops quantum computing and comes up with that and figures out the exact precision of a circle is leaps and bounds ahead of any other country in the world. No question. The applications of that knowledge are, frankly, unimaginable. Uh, and like anything that is powerful like that, all you got to do is go back to nuclear fission, frankly. It has, it has p- uh, positive outcomes. It can produce positive outcomes, benefit society. It can also harm, depending on who's controlling it. Which, speaking of nuclear, that's, that's been something I've been rolling around for a couple of days. You look at Chernobyl. I, I recently rewatched the HBO series, the five-episode miniseries. It's not entirely historically accurate, but it's, it's a good telling of the story. Sure. You think back historically, though, Chernobyl was a nuclear accident in Soviet Russia. And after Chernobyl, the KGB did everything in their power to get us in the West to help them demonize nuclear energy. It's true. So if the KGB in Russia were that good at covering their tail over a nuclear disaster, and because of it, We've been standoffish on something that could revolutionize energy like nuclear power. What are we going to lose when China gets the ball rolling to cover their tail on COVID? Yeah. Russia did a good job of 
teaching all of us that nuclear power is dangerous. Yep. Even though the the third generation of nuclear uh, nuclear power is passively safe. Yep. If it all goes wrong, it just stops working. Correct. I think because there's so many safeguards and so much technology embedded in those safeguards, and they've continuously improved through the years. There was we did have one mishap. In the United States, that I recall, Three Mile Island. That's right, Three Mile Island. That was seventies, eighties, I think, yeah. maybe sometime around in there. But and after that, we learned so much, which is what we should do as humans, that we began to implement all sorts of safeguards and controls to protect against that. And, and just like you said, it's what happened in Texas. They got too cold, or, or or some of the sensors got so cold, it shut the whole thing down. That's just how it's built to react to avoid anything bad. So, anyhow, should be a part of our strategy. We'll be back with more on the JT Show. Stay with us. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Hey guys, I'm Michael Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolton Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. We'll continue our talk to Dr. John Hutchinson of Merck Animal Health about Safeguard. You know, we need to deworm now. Probably all the listeners are at is, you know, it, it's time for a deworming to get those parasites out of those cows. So as this grass gets greener and greener and more lush and more nutritive, uh, you don't want the parasites taking that away from your cows. And so, you know, based on the time of year, they're ready to get treated. And that might not be a time that you're working your cows. So that's where Safeguard comes in. And then, you know, after those cows get dewormed right now, you know, six to eight weeks later, the calves and the cows need to be dewormed for, you know, to knock out the rest of those parasites they're going to pick up during this, this really good grazing time 
of the year. And so that non-handling forms a safeguard. Make that happen. For more information on Safeguard, go to MerckAnimalHealthUSA.com or your local veterinarian. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri-News Network. The 2021 Honda ATV lineup is here to prove it's possible to work smarter and harder. With the power to get the job done, the technology to make it easier, and tried and tested quality to keep you moving forward, the only thing left to add is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. Honda recommends ATVs for riders 16 years and older and recommends that all ATV riders take a training course. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to the JT Show. You should feel a sense of shame. That's how you know you're doing it right. The JT Show with JT and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. The JT Show continues here on Super Talk Mississippi on this. Friday Eve. There we go. Had to give Rhino the cue. William from Wayne County text in with, whatever happened to the ozone layer? We were supposed to be dead by now. That was 30 years ago. There's Wayne, there's been, I'm sorry, William, there's been so many of these dire predictions and and just Armageddon situations through the years. I think we talked about those last week. I had a report. It goes back to 1969. Oh, yeah. I was going to Earth Day festivities in elementary school where all <laughs> we learned about was acid rain. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about yeah, that you one. you forgot y- about acid y- rain. Yellow water all over the sidewalk and stuff. I couldn't even watch CNN when I was a liberal, so it's a laugh show now that I'm conservative. That off the C Spire text line, I think that's CJ from Madison. Adam and Baldwin says, I'm over the face diapers. Having to feed four, four kids, oh, this was, yeah, this was a few months ago. But finally, I'm so over the face diapers. Yeah, talking about the masks. Sure. John from Osaka. The Cheers music is so funny if you listen to the whole song. It really is. Kind of cool. What a great show that was. That would be second to MASH in my book, by the way. Charlie and Brandon, the Democratic Party, never wanted Biden in the White House. I think there's some truth to that. But they knew he was the only person that could get elected. They were willing to sacrifice, shall we say. Yeah, that Democrat primary was a war of attrition. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly because right. because he just stayed in his basement bunker and didn't do anything, he was just... Oh. 
He came out of the basement and they all stopped? They all quit? It's, I'm it, the winner? It, what? It proved you could win by essentially not campaigning. It was James Clyburn, I think that's what turned it for him in South Carolina when he came out in favor of him, if you recall. And he won the primary, and that sort of propelled him. They never wanted him. They want a true radical, a true leftist, and someone with absolutely no moral fiber. That person is Kamala Harris. I think there's some truth to that. Let's see. Yeah, so how about Stanley in Lafayette, Louisiana? This is interesting. Just to change the subject for a second, have you all ever noticed that on the Andy Griffith show, they very seldom got into a car from the driver's side. Most of the time, they got in from the passenger side. You know, I, it's not just Andy Griffith, but it was other uh, programs, television shows made during that day. I'm not sure, but I, I got a feeling that it has to do with the camera positioning and the and the cost associated with that, and um, just the production in general. That's just my theory. I'm not read up on that, but yeah, that's interesting. I have I have read it. You never can tell though with old Hollywood stuff like that because if you remember on Happy Days, the Fonz, especially in the early seasons, always showed up with his motorcycle. That was the excuse they used so he could wear the leather jacket all the time because he would be too much of a hooligan if he had the leather jacket on and it didn't have a purpose. I got so you. So by having the motorcycle, you needed the leather jacket for protection. <sighs> that sounds a little bit PC right there. That's that kinda, was censorship in the that Exactly in the right. Does Biden even remember that Mississippi is a state? Does he know our Neanderthal governor's name? That uh, probably not. He probably doesn't know too many governors' names. I, he doesn't seem to have a a very sharp memory or mind, shall we say? Newsmax reports Mike Pompeo thinking of running for president 2024. That's from Trey Miller in Grenada. Mike Pompeo's smart guy. Um, I, I would say. Not a charismatic figure like Trump, not a populist, but very serious and smart guy. We shall see. I don't know. I think at this point, uh, I'm I'm for Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. He so far, he's kind of got my support. If he runs, he hasn't said he is. I still think we're going to get the Texas ticket. You do, Cruz Crenshaw. Cruz can't win. Just my opinion. But with Crenshaw. It would it would uh, certainly boost his chances. Yeah, I would agree. Larry Jackson says they elected the man. Are they having buyer's remorse? I think he's probably referring to this move to remove the nuclear football away from his exclusive control. I'm assuming, Larry. You know, uh, I think there are a lot of people right now, frankly, that crossed over, probably voted for Trump 16, didn't in this cycle, and right now today would say, yeah, I regret not uh, having voted for Trump. I regret casting my vote for Biden. I do think there's some truth to that. His approval rating, for what it's worth, and everybody's got polls on this, but in general, it stands at about 51%. Not unusual during the so-called honeymoon period. I think you're going to see that continue to uh, decline. We shall see. Top of the hour here. It's noon. means we got to take a little break. We've got Fox News, Super Talk News. And then when we return, we've got from the Mississippi House of Representatives, 
Uh, Representative Kevin Haran represents District 34. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Chris Foster. It's expected to pass with changes, but Senate Republicans intend to make passage of the Democrats' coronavirus financial relief plan as drawn out and difficult as possible. Wisconsin Republican Ron Johnson says he will force a reading of the entire legislation by Senate clerks. That could take several hours before senators would begin as many as 20 hours of debate. Other delay tactics could drag into the weekend. Still, the measure can be approved with just support from Democrats. Fox's Jared Halpern. Some businesses are keeping mask mandates in place, even where local governments are not. Large chains such as Target and Kroger say they'll continue to require masks in their stores, despite some states lifting mandates. Federal health officials are urging Americans to continue to wear masks and keep a six-foot distance from others in public until more people get vaccinated. Fox's Jonathan Seri. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. I was a drug addict for 16 years, but I've been sober almost seven years now. Christian business owner and family man. At Adult and Teen Challenge, we're helping rescue men out of addiction right here in Mississippi and teaching them how to be productive members of society. Help us by donating a vehicle to our vehicle donation program. Any condition, running or not, we pick it up, we do all the paperwork, and you get a tax deduction. Contact us, 601-572-7296 or go to mercyhouseteenchallenge.org. Thank you for helping us get our daddies back. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Vaccine eligibility is being expanded. One day after stating the possibility, Governor Tate Reeves has announced that those 50 years and older in Mississippi are now eligible to be vaccinated. Those over 65, those with underlying health conditions, teachers, and first responders also remain eligible. Bills moving through the legislature aim to extend the expansion of telemedicine in Mississippi beyond the pandemic. Dr. Mark Horn, president of the Mississippi State Medical Association, explains why that's critical. This allows me to connect with my patient in their home from my office. I could not do that before this emergency order and these pandemic conditions. This preserves that for the future. It makes a tremendous difference to the health and welfare of the patients uh, throughout Mississippi. Those bills survive Tuesday's deadline. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hey, I'm Steve Azar, and you never know who or what you'll hear when I spend a Mississippi minute with my friends. We are with the fabulous Norbert Putnam as he played on so many hit records, you can't count them, and produced for some of the biggest acts ever. We got to talk Jimmy Buffett. One day at breakfast, he says, I started a new song. It was about a night and a day in Key West. I played a bar and I got drunk, and coming home, I stepped out of my flip-flop, and I just kept going. I stepped on a beer can. (laughs) Next morning, I'm up, and I'm hungover, and I'm trying to make a margarita. I got some shrimp boiling. I can't find the salt. I said, Jimmy, I kind of like this. And he said, yeah, I think I'll call it Margaritaville. 
in a Mississippi Minute. Be sure to check out in a Mississippi Minute with me, Steve Azar, right here on your local Super Talk Mississippi station and now on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. A report from the Office of Congressional Ethics alleges Congressman Stephen Palazzo misused campaign funds for personal use. Former Congressman Greg Harper, who's representing Palazzo, says much of the narrative of that story is incorrect. They say that Congressman Palazzo and his office and his team didn't cooperate with their investigation. That is, that's what my late granddaddy would have said is how lies get started. We provided them with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages of documents. The report is now in the hands of the House Committee on Ethics for review. Parents in Lamar County are expressing outrage over a controversial school assignment. District Superintendent Dr. Stephen Hampton confirmed to WDAM that 8th grade students were given an assignment that asked them to pretend to be a slave working on a Mississippi plantation and write a letter to a family member describing their life. Purvis Middle School administrators have addressed that teacher. There'll be further discussion with administrators at the district level. I'm Kelly Bennett. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on the catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. coast to hit the casinos or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days when you drive to the coast tune to 106.3 casino radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there and it's not just casinos casino radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one from all of the great restaurants nightlife recreation and more casino radio has it all so when you're on the coast discover everything that's happening from 106.3 casino radio this is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Real talk for real Mississippians. Now, here's your host, JT. JT. everyone the JT show on the air with you Super Talk Mississippi Gerard Rhino in the studio rolling right into the afternoon on what day is it Rhino Friday Eve you got it joining us now in the studio from the Mississippi House of Representatives Representative Kevin Haran now Kevin you've got a bunch of counties that you represent there Carroll Grenada Holmes LaFleur and Tallahatchie counties and you're the chairman of the House Corrections Committee thanks for coming in today thank you for having me today Joe. you bet so busy session down there at the Capitol you guys are already out I understand you gaveled in for 10 15 minutes and and that's it the well, other side's still working though, they're huh? still working we are moving some bills along working on some stuff to get some agreements between the two chambers and uh, didn't see a need to Speaker apparently didn't see a need to do much business today, so we're yeah. out working on some things. But yeah. yeah, we're out already. Yeah, so uh, Kevin, you being involved in particular on the 
Corrections Committee. Lots of talk. Got a new Corrections Commissioner that the governor appointed. Uh, Commissioner Burrell Kane had him on the show last week. Uh, enjoyable interview with him, and he is. Uh, He's not letting the grass grow under his feet, as he they say. Not. He's doing an excellent job. I have a meeting with him this afternoon to discuss some things that we, we meet periodically. And he he's a hard worker, and he's dedicated uh, to uh, correcting some of the problems that we have. Seems some like of that's going to take money. Some of it's going to take manpower and things of that nature. But he definitely is dedicated uh, to helping Mississippi get out of this problem that we have with the Department of Corrections. So I know that there's some efforts to reform our criminal justice system uh, in the state of Mississippi, which has been going on for a while. That's not anything new. That's and correct. We've, we've made some strides there, I think, uh, along those lines. What's on the table this session, and what are you tracking? What are you supporting now? Well, um, I sent over our our House Bill 525, which was basically a code section bill, what we call a dummy bill. Yeah. And um, and been working with uh, Chairman uh, Barnett on his position uh, as far as eligibility. Uh, our, our our goal is to not just uh, increase eligibility, pro eligibility, but to get involved deeper into the reentry aspect of it. The Prosecutors Association, Sheriffs Association, Police Chiefs Association indicated to us that we, you know, they were not necessarily against expanding eligibility if we could provide uh, some reentry-based or uh, performance-based reentry programming. And that's what we're trying to do is trying to get some funding for that, uh, do some things uh, within the prison walls and some things outside the prison walls to uh, to meet uh, their demands that if they're going to be in favor of uh, any reform that they want to see uh, some funding and also some programming done uh, so we can uh, keep the repeat offenders from coming back in, or yeah. recidivism rate, basically. And which costs everyone in society. Uh, it, it costs to deal with them once they're out, and it obviously costs to, to uh, incarcerate them again. Right. Well, we're not making any strides. Some of the things that we're doing with a couple of bills, we're trying to um, provide the court system some some basically, you call it reentry, but it's really a uh, diversionary type funds to keep people uh, out of the system and get them some job training through the community colleges and some other uh, other ways to get them out, avoiding going into the system the first time. I mean, everybody's had family members or people they know that came out worse than they went in once they go into the system, and there's a certain uh, population of those individuals that come into the system that you can uh, avoid, if you can avoid them going inside system and, and get them some of the training, uh, I call them drug rehab, that they need. It costs money, isn't it? No doubt about it. But I yeah. think in the long run, it saves the state money. And it gives the, uh, what we're trying to do is give the judges and the sheriffs and some of the, the local folks a little more control over uh, some of the people in their community that commit uh, crimes. Now, Representative uh, Nick Bain, uh, as you well know, a good friend and friend of the program from Alcorn County, Corinth area. He filed a bill, 796, which uh, would reform the habitual uh, sentencing laws. So a nonviolent third offense, such as minor drug possession, uh, wouldn't lock you up forever, essentially. And uh, he's sponsoring a bill, I think, which would uh, change that uh, sentencing approach. Do you support that? I do. I I prosecuted for a long time, 14 years, and, and... 
had access to the official criminal statute. This is Clinton era. Uh, tough on crime through strikes or out legislation that's become pretty much antiquated in what we're trying to get done today. We see long sentences on uh, small amounts of, of uh, uh, cocaine and marijuana and some other stuff that are doing long. Some people doing 30 to 60 year sentences on small amounts of yeah. uh, controlled substances. And and I understand the prosecutors have put up some resistance to that. And as an ex-prosecutor, I probably would have resisted it as well yeah. because it is something that you can to, uh, I would have under those circumstances. But it is something that, that they've had for so many years and it's a tool that they use to clear their docket. But I don't think we can give them some other things that they can do that serve the same purpose but these long sentences for these minor drug offenses and and, and other offenses driven by drug addictions and burglaries things of that nature let the, give the judge some opportunity to have some latitude on the length of sentence and you know representative we've already seen uh more progressive states shall we say such as oregon although i think it's fair to say that criminal justice reform is probably one of the subject matters where there's some degree of alignment and intersection uh, between the parties, oh, the major is. parties. It it's, I met it's this morning members from the American uh, Conservative Association. I've, I mean, I've met with a number of groups that are in favor of some type of, of a criminal, reasonable criminal justice reform, smart on crime type legislation. That's what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. And I, I was just going to say that um, Oregon, I think, recently passed uh, legislation enacted into law pretty much eliminating all of the uh, offenses or all, all all the statutes that would make it illegal to possess drugs. I right. mean, you want to possess drugs, you want to stick that crap in your body, the, the government's not going to get in the way of that. You just wonder how much that's going to permeate the rest of the country. Well, you know, I'm not necessarily in favor of that position, primarily because you still have public safety concerns sure. out there. Sure. And also how it affects families and it affects other people that you're uh, – associating yourself with but i do agree that we need to be looking at uh, through our drug court system and uh, reentry courts and veterans courts and things that we can do to to uh, allow these individuals once you know give them opportunities uh give the uh judges the option for misdemeanor convictions or give the judges some options to uh, put them in pre-trial diversion programs that have uh, uh drug and alcohol uh, uh, therapy and things of that nature in yeah. those programs. But yeah. I do agree with to a certain extent, but a number of states, Texas, a lot of conservative states have, have seen that it's money better spent than incarcerating some of these drug offenders. Darren and Jackson said, did you just say give latitude on sentencing murderers? No, nobody said that whatsoever. No, and no, we, and we no, would never no. be in favor of that. In fact, I'd probably be on the side where I would want even harsher penalties, frankly, for homicide. Well, um, That's just me. Well, we, you know, there's uh, no, there's no latitude. Murder carries a life sentence. Yep. And uh, at this point in time, except for second degree, there's a range on second degree. Yeah. No, I mean those those sentences, um, uh, those those statutes, as far as the penalties, are not going to be. Uh, we have nothing in the legislation we have has any effect on what we're doing. Yeah, and so we should just point out that Representative Bain's bill, for example, it it is. Uh, specifically deals with habitual sentencing related to nonviolent third offenses. That's so, correct. A lot uh, of there's individuals that are serving life sentences now on uh, 
nonviolent offenses that have been in, not just drug-related offenses, grand larceny, uh, things of that nature, that are doing life sentences on on some crimes that are even now misdemeanors in our state. Yeah, so the, another uh, listener says, talk to a, a professional law enforcement officer. This is absurd. So yeah, there, there are some strong feelings, certainly from the law enforcement community, and, and maybe it's because they, they would favor uh, keeping those those laws in place that um, a, a person who is convicted of a nonviolent offense, such as possession of drugs, just keep them locked up forever. Well, you know, and I, you know, I have law enforcement well, sure. people on both sides of this that say, you know, uh, this individual has been given so many chances, and yeah. I understand that. But we need to get to the root of the problem, as opposed to if this person's coming back to locking person, them up. Locking them up. Yeah. You need to. But there's other individuals that are continuously stealing things of that nature. They need. They need to be. Need to be locked they up. They need to be locked up. I agree. Correct. Can you hang with us through the sure, break? Sure. We got Representative Kevin Haran in the studio. Stay with us. We'll be back on the JT Show. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com COVID. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. You decided to upgrade your outdoor deck. So you order the essentials. A power washer, a set of patio chairs, and a shiny new grill. And you use your Bank of America Cash Rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping and up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member, which you put towards your most essential deck addition, a bird feeder. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. 
No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. <laughs> I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. <laughs> Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to cock of the walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to cock of the walk. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. AT Show. Oh. oh boy, that's rotten. With JT and Rhino. Let's do it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Enforcement, right? Little Andy Griffith bumping us into this segment. Uh, we've got Representative Kevin Haran in the studio. We've been talking about uh, corrections. He's the chairman of the House Corrections Committee, and so we got this on the ceasefire text line, Representative. We're talking about three offenses. If you don't get it after three times, what do we expect? And so I think it, it's. I hear you, but I think the question is, should the taxpayers bear the cost permanently, to lock someone up permanently, uh, that really hasn't harmed anyone and hasn't taken anyone's property? I, I just kind of, in simple terms, look at those as sort of the litmus test. As a prosecutor, I know it's way more complicated than that. It is. But, but, but in general, they're, they're, their harm, if any, is probably to themselves. That'd correct. be like saying, if we got somebody slitting their wrist, we're going to go lock them up because they try to hurt themselves. Well, you know, it's, it's third time. A lot of times the two prior convictions are one time in court. You go in there and get two convictions at yeah. one time. And then, yeah. and it can be seven or eight years later before you get another crime, char, another uh, uh, indictment or charge on you. So uh, it is the third time. But you, it just it, the question is whether or not you want to dedicate you know, 20 and 30 years of resources for those individuals? Or do you want to uh, rededicate funding to put them, not not saying that not some of them are not going to jail. That's not the purpose of the bill that uh, Chairman Bain has introduced and in pushing forward, or the Senate bill. The purpose of the bill is to be, you know, are we spending our resources correctly? Yeah. Are we um, 
or you know, the, as a steward for the citizens, are we doing these things we need to be doing? There's a number of people that's doing 15, 20 years on very small amounts of controlled substance. And again, like you said, they're hurting themselves, no one else, to a certain extent. Yeah. So it's we've got. Tough, it's, I mean, I know people on both sides. Both for sides. Or against. I mean, but I expect them to, and it's a very tough issue. But um, from a financial uh, standpoint, you know, everybody wants new roads, new bridges. Yep. They want, they want money sent back to their community, and uh, you know, our corrections budget has been kind of a tough situation to get additional funding there. Uh, the, the appropriations committee has done an excellent job for what the resources they have, but you you know you got to decide who you're mad at, and who you want in prison, and uh, who you want at least re- attempt to rehabilitate them, to get them back in society, make them productive. Yeah, and the corrections budget is usually sits at what six seven percent of total general fund something like something that. like yeah. that, and uh, which which would put it in the uh, 300, 250, 300 million dollar range, I guess. Between three and three forty, depending on the deficit appropriation. So we're we're looking at uh, a lot of that is every year we generally every year we have a deficit on medical costs with yeah. the facility because it's so unpredictable, and we have aging population. As we've passed these uh, habitual criminal statutes, uh, I mean uh, sentences over time, these people age in our population and they become costly to the citizens. And we have to we got some legislation to hopefully try to address some of those issues to um, get some eligibility for parole for age population that are not uh, public safety is always a primary concern, but they're not in, uh, a danger to anyone. They can be placed in some uh, specialty care facility, nursing home, things of that nature that we don't have right now. We don't have access to that that we could get them off of the get them on the Medicaid. Uh, yep. Uh, role as opposed to the uh, just the state funding role. Yeah, I think, uh, and it's a good point, uh, Representative, a lot of folks probably don't realize just how much of our correction spending deals with taking care from a health perspective, uh, delivering health care to those incarcerated. It's That's a correct. big part it's a of that. Big number. It's, it's a, a big number. number. It's um, a big number. And we have a lot of people that, you know, that that get sentences, and then when they get to parchment, they realize they've got um, a catastrophic, catastrophic type cancer or something. Once they get, we need some avenues, about you know, for the judge to go back in to look at those sentences and see if we can do some things to keep them, be- catch them before they start creating this financial problem for us. Yeah. So, and and um, crime is costly to the citizens. One of our listeners texted. We we yeah. I think uh, I would agree. You would agree. We're, we're trying to figure out a way to keep people from committing crime, uh, and 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 we should also point out that these these criminal justice reform measures that specifically apply to parole, for example, such as Representative Bain's bill, that doesn't mean that the parole board has to grant parole. That's correct. It just gives them the option, and certainly we would have to acknowledge as clear thinking people that every situation is different. different. Right. And, totally different. You know, I I started prosecuting cases in 1988, and we had a at that time we had parole laws that were basically uh, for violent offenses other than capital and sex crimes. You'd be eligible after 10 years. We changed that in '95, and some of it was changed in '94, and it became basically uh, for all violent offenders for for the most part uh, were precluded from for homicides, precluded yeah. from getting any 
any eligibility. Well, a lot of people say, well, that's a great thing. Well, you know, people call me. I get letters from people across the state about family members that have been incarcerated. I had a question about that, yeah. And family members that have uh, committed a homicide on another family member, and, the, and they're all wanting to at least see some eligibility for a family member that's just not eligible. And yeah. again, like you said, Gerard, all cases are not the same. All murder cases aren't the same. All robbery cases, all drug cases. And, and, and you're right. We have a very, very conservative parole board in place now. Even for those individuals that are pre-95, it's, a, it's very difficult for those individuals that are convicted pre-95 to get to get released. So yeah. those after 95, it, and also it provides a management too for MDLC to the extent that they have at least some some kind of hope, certain class of inmates, some hope for eligibility, not release, but just eligibility. That's right. And so it's not we're not changing the sentencing in this no. case. We're simply giving the parole board an additional tool if it makes sense, frankly, and we've got to trust the parole board in that well, respect. The governor makes those appointments. You're a very conservative governor, and uh, I'm in favor of uh, having, uh, you know, a, uh, a victim's advocate uh, within the parole uh, board office to where they can have a, a victim's families can have a direct contact with them, and also. I've toured with the idea of proposing legislation, like some other states, that one of the parole board members will be uh, uh, submitted, uh, recommended by uh, advocacy group, victims advocacy group, on the parole board. I'm not saying that uh, the governor would have to appoint that individual, but they would make recommendations. Yeah. I think that would give everybody, uh, you know, some uh, uh, some peace of mind that before. You know, that, yeah. you know, there's somebody on there that's going to be this based uh, looking at the victim's uh, side of everything, and it should be. And it should I mean, be. It should totally be. agree. And we're be. seeing, I'm, I'm quite sure you're aware of this, we're seeing situations in other parts of the country where the victim's rights to a great extent are being excluded and excluded. not being considered. That's correct. And you're going to see that, I think, begin to start spreading more throughout this country. And we've got, unfortunately, a situation in Washington where I think they're out to sort of decriminalize crime, is the way I put it, and make almost everything no longer a crime, and just shut down the prisons and not lock anybody up, and which would be terrible, obviously, catastrophic for society. Uh, I agree. That would be catastrophic for, I mean, for our country as a whole. And certainly, you know, you know we're, <laughs> we're not in Mississippi, hopefully, going to get to that point. Uh, I can't imagine that we would, but, you know, it... it we we see enough in our now that people don't uh, want to be responsible for the consequences of their acts and 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 any endorsement of that type of legislation I just can't imagine us going forward with it. I hope not. I certainly know. I mean, we're already seeing um, a conflict. I think that's brewing with respect to the Fairness Act, where right. which you know was just uh, signed off on by the Senate, approved by the Senate, and that's com- in complete conflict frankly, with federal regulations that were signed by President Biden the first day it was in office. And you know other states are looking at that and doing that, frankly, have measures. Well, it's kind of... we got a conflict coming. You know, the Biden tough-on-crime law is what we're faced with doing things about now here in Mississippi 20 years ago. It's amazing how it's changed. It, it is incredible. Um, but anyhow, we certainly appreciate you coming appreciate in you. today. Yeah, appreciate Representative you Kevin Haran, and appreciate your efforts there. And 
like you said, this is a very controversial and thorny subject. It is thorny. And you're in a position now in the legislature, you got to balance the money to common sense and safety all at the same time. Victims' rights, everything. Absolutely. It needs to be a balance that um, everyone's going to come to the table and and, and work on some compromise positions. Thanks for coming in. We'll talk again soon. Thank you, John. Thank you very much for having me. Have a good day. You too, man. We'll be back with a final half hour here on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420. Or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Green, the new degree of comfort. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at The Range in Gluckstadt. This month, we'll be celebrating the anniversary of our first year in business. My wife, Jane, never misses a chance to remind me how bad my timing was to open a retail gun store right at the start of a global pandemic. But thanks to many of you, we've had a great year. Plus, we've made a lot of new friends. We have ammo arriving daily, and you will find our prices to be the lowest in the area. We'll be offering specials all month to celebrate me proving my wife wrong. So I hope you'll come see us. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. Right now, Allstate has almost as many ways to save as there are types of music. Save for being a new customer. Save more for adding DriveWise. And save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent to get a quote. Find out how much you can save today. Allstate. Now that should be music to your ears. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. Drive-Eyes is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Northbrook, Illinois. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. 
I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Vaccine eligibility is being expanded. One day after stating the possibility, Governor Tate Reeves has announced that those 50 years and older in Mississippi are now eligible to be vaccinated. Those over 65, those with underlying health conditions, teachers, and first responders also remain eligible. Bills moving through the legislature aim to extend the expansion of telemedicine in Mississippi beyond the pandemic. Dr. Mark Horn, president of the Mississippi State Medical Association, explains why that's critical. This allows me to connect with my patient in their home from my office. I could not do that before this emergency order and these pandemic conditions. This preserves that for the future. It makes a tremendous difference to the health and welfare of the patients uh, throughout Mississippi. Those bills survive Tuesday's deadline. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Your home or business losing power is a major interruption to your comfort, safety, and security. Taylor Power Systems standby generators ensure you will keep the lights on during a power outage. With multiple sizes to choose from, alongside diesel, natural gas, and propane fuel options, Taylor Power easily has the right standby generator for you. Call and speak to a Taylor Power specialist today, 601-922-4444. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi news. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. JT and Rhino. Not as globally sensitive as you'd think. The JT Show is on Super Talk Mississippi. Early to rise, early to bed. And in between, I cooked and cleaned and went out of my head. Welcome back, everyone. This is Super Talk Mississippi, the JT Show. Thanks so much for joining us today. Larry and Jackson, I didn't make drugs illegal. I'm asking for the law to be followed. Nobody is saying that we're not following the law, Larry. This deal, this legislation deals with additional latitude and availability in parole. That's period. People are still having to serve their time. They're still going to jail. But rather than locking up someone forever who never hurt anybody, who never took anybody's stuff, who didn't do anything violent, and certainly has it while they've been in jail, it's just an option. And the parole board may look at that case and say, nope, this person doesn't seem stable, doesn't seem like they're ready for the outside world. They keep them locked up. And to some extent, we have to trust in that process. It's a function of money. 
it, uh, you know, you, you could throw more money at it and just lock more people up. We can't hardly hire custody officers as it is because we don't pay them enough because we don't have enough money. And it's difficult. You heard, if you listened last week, we had Commissioner Kane on, and he's doing everything he can to try to get the levels of pay up to make it a more attractive position. Uh, and, but it's it's tough. And uh, he's, he's got a, a difficult challenge with the very little bit of resources he's given, and I think he's doing a dang good job with that. But this is hard, and I, I certainly see all the sides. Um, and I, I'm um, happy to talk to other people and, and hear their concerns on the other side. And I, I don't want – I do think victims ought to have a seat at the table when it comes to parole for any sort of violent criminals. Though in Mississippi, you're pretty much done if you commit certainly a homicide or um, and some of the other – High-level violent crimes at the first degree, you're, you're, you're done. You know, you don't get any eligibility. Nobody's suggesting that here. None of these, none of these bills proposed um, provide any sort of latitude in that situation. Um. So CJ in the Delta says the left seems to want to want the purge effect is in every day. There's no question about that. In my opinion, they want to transform and reimagine this country and and this is where we've got to turn our attention um, that uh, we've, we've got to consider what's going on at the federal level and at the federal level they're trying to essentially decriminalize all crime the defunding police movement is kind of a misnomer it's really demo- decriminalized crime and that's because they feel like that it it uh, there's disparities, that it disproportionately affects minorities and people of color. They never ten- uh, have a tendency or have any interest, I should say, in looking at real data that shows, well, maybe that's because they're committing most of the crime. I mean, it, you want to be totally colorblind? Well, then just look at the crime. And the Senate should fit the crime and apply it equally in accordance with the law, regardless of the, the person's race or ethnicity, background, etc. But anyhow, uh, Mickey, okay, corrected me. Only capital murder is true life without parole, not first-degree murder. It's parole eligible. Okay, well, all I can say there is that perhaps contact your reps and ask them to change the laws in that respect. But I just wonder, though, Mickey, how many, how many um, of those that are incarcerated for first-degree murder how many do, in fact, receive uh, some degree of parole? And, and I'm, I'm asking honestly. I don't know. I don't, I don't track that. And, and I would also say, just like I said earlier, if there's a victim issue here, um, I mean, I should say the victim should be included, in my view, in those decisions, certainly when there's taking of a life involved. Absolutely. Or any of the other crazy, heinous uh, crimes Ask the guest, says Mickey. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Um, if you're talking about um, Representative Haran, he he's exited. But we'll we'll see. I I don't know, and I I don't know how I would feel about that unless the the victims or the victims' families. I think we're okay with that. So um, anyhow. Larry and Jackson says, "Is the tail wagging the dog?" So many offenders, we change the laws. I don't think that's happened in Mississippi that I'm aware of, but I'm open to hearing anything you may know about that. 
at the federal level, though, I don't think there's any question. All you got to do is, and other states, and, and a lot of these trends that start and take hold in some of these other states, particularly those that are run by the same party that is in control at the federal level, those policies end up making that, their way uh, into uh, federal law and statute. And I'm worried about the fact that they just want to decriminalize everything. It's kind of where I'm headed with that. So, Gerard, what is going to be the name for the White House? That's Bob from Summit. You know, I've thought about that as well, Bob, whether or not that's going to be on the radar the way Dr. Seuss's books were and everything else that seems to, to uh, be canceled these days or uh, come under fire. I agree. That's uh, crazy. Sheila from Hattiesburg says... Stop letting them have seven free kids. I'm not sure who she's talking about exactly, but she is in favor of spaying those individuals. That seems you can't a little spay and neuter humans. That's I think that's immoral, a little radical there. Unethical and illegal. Yeah, uh, crime is costly to the citizens. I think we did address it. I totally agree. Uh, but locking people up that probably could be productive members of society is also very, very expensive. And I, I'm sure you heard the representative talk about once these folks get to a certain age and they're on their deathbed dying from cancer, I'm not sure they're able to commit any more crimes. Does it make sense to keep them locked up so that the state, let me clarify that, that would be the taxpayers are paying for their care rather than releasing them to Medicaid where the federal government uh, the other states really <laughs> cover the vast majority of that expense. I think there's just got to be some common sense application there, and that's where you've got to rely on the parole board um, and, and the parole process to to be applied effectively there. Um, this is from Bobby and Batesville. Biden's handler shut his camera off. Yeah, I did see that as well, Bobby. Uh, during this conversation with members of Congress, after he told Pelosi he would answer questions, if that's what he's in all caps supposed to do. I caught that as well. He obviously is not in control of anything. I guess I wasn't supposed to say that. No, that's fine. Uh, that struck me as well. I saw that that video, and it and it it disturbs me because. Like it or not, that guy's got a lot of power as the president, the most of any person arguably on the planet. And that does concern me deeply. That's kind of where we've we've gone in this country, and we're, we're letting someone uh, take charge. So uh, Darren and Jackson says, I've gone my entire life without committing an arrestable offense. Now they want to let loose people who can't stay away from crime. What do we do in the future? Send them to the principal's office? Well... Darren, I would ask, do you do you believe that a person who possessed, I don't know, some sort of drugs, I don't even know all the drugs, but they possess some sort of drugs, are, should they be locked up forever? I think that's the question. That's the question. And are you prepared to bear the cost of that as a taxpayer? What, what if there was a proposal, just throw this out there, that said, hey, guys, we could get even tougher. We could lock everybody up that that uh, is possesses drugs and just go down the list. We can lock them all up forever. No eligibility for parole. Just they're too dangerous. Get them off the streets. But your taxes are going to go up in order to bear that cost. Would you be in favor of that? Because that's what it comes down to. 
at the end of the day. It's a balance between safety and protection and money. Money. We can't even, we're struggling just to hire enough people, frankly, to, uh, to, to protect uh, and, I guess, man and staff the institutions we have now where we incarcerate people. We can't get enough because we don't have enough money. And so I, I know probably if folks would say, well, then we need to take money elsewhere and, and apply it there. The next question is, from where? Education? Tell the teachers, you can't have a raise. We've got to spend more money to go lock people up more. I, it's a tough one. It really is. It's a, it's a very difficult, challenging situation. And Larry Jackson says, change the law. I just want the law to be fun. Nobody's saying we're changing the law. Nobody's saying we're not following the law. I don't know how to make that any clearer, Larry. Nobody's saying that. And none of these bills do that. None of them. They simply change statute, just like you're saying, to give the parole board additional tool to perhaps release somebody who served some minimum sentences that they feel like has been hopefully rehabilitated just so that they can enter society and be productive and pay taxes and work, contribute. Instead of being locked up on the taxpayer dime, that's all this does. And it's case-by-case situation. We got the final segment coming up here on the JT Show. Stay with us. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. (laughs) I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 
0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. Gallo here, back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. with all the news, weather, traffic, and info you need to start your day in the Jackson Metro area. Right now, more of the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi, 97.3. Hey, do you have an opinion on something you heard from JT or Rhino? Go ahead, grab your phone and text it to them. You can text at 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Hogan's Heroes there. Yeah, so Singapore, this is on the 601 C Spire text line. Singapore has a huge drug problem, besides 90% addiction in the 80s and 90s, so they had one. They gave counseling and help to citizens for six months, and they began the death penalty for possession. They have a 1% to 2% addiction rate now, not to mention the world's highest GDP and low incarceration rate. I did check a report, a couple of reports actually, about that on the break. That doesn't seem to be the case with respect to the low addiction rate. They still have a huge problem of it. 
uh, of addiction in the country. It's kind of weird. I'm not sure what the deal is with, with Singapore. It has dropped, but still a huge problem. Uh, small drop in a, arrest uh, pertaining to drug possession. So I guess the uh, the question for the listener here is, do we are are you suggesting that we should put people to death for possession of drugs? Uh, look, the left will want to put you to death for possession of sugar before it's all over with. Uh, you, you got a big gulp, got to kill you. No mask, got to kill you. I mean, it's, it's, that's just I have problems with that. I, I hear you. I think that's a little radical to kill people for possessing drugs. Seems like. Not sure I'm on, on board with that. Larry and Jackson uh, says, that was Richard Dawson. Yep, on Hogan's Heroes before the game shows. Andy and Jackson says, I see nothing. That would be Schultz. <laughs> Shaq, Bully, and Biloxi, how about making incarceration productive time spent? Work them. There, there is quite a bit of that already going on, and you heard the commissioner talking about that. It still costs a whole bunch of money, no matter what. And so Rhino makes a point. Uh, we had somebody that wanted to put them on chain gangs and you know just let them out along. And you've got so-called trustees you'll see out on the oh, roads yeah. that are uh, picking up the trash, which, by the way, the trash on the roads in Mississippi, people, is bad. It's ridiculous. Please, if you're out there listening to this, don't throw your trash out on the highway. And I'm not trying to lecture you. My guess is most of our listeners, Rhino, are good people that love Mississippi, aren't doing that. But somebody is, and it's disgusting. All you got to do is ride around here in central Mississippi around 220, particularly when you get down into the Jackson area, leaving Madison County. It's bad. It's ridiculous. It's terrible. But I yeah, just want to get you that You have in. trustees on quote-unquote chain gangs that are allowed to go out in public and pick up trash or clean up parks or stuff like that, but they're trustees. They are inmates that the prison and the administrators of the prison believe have a lower risk of flight, of trying to escape right. while being off the prison grounds. Right. If you, and this, is, this has been studied. If you institute a chain gang for the general population, the chance of escape attempts increases because you're leaving the prison grounds and going out into public. And it's expensive. When you're, when you, when you're mobile like that and you essentially transport the entire protection mecha, security mechanism, that is expensive. But that's the difference in just a plain chain gang and what we have now with the trustee system. The trustees have done some time. They've shown that they just want to do their time and leave. So the prisoner, the, the prison and the administrators trust them enough to allow them other eligibilities, hence the name trustee. Yep. How about telling people about Jesus before we kill them from Adam and Baldwin? I hear you, Adam. And Sheila from Hattiesburg says, the freeloaders have seven kids they won't raise to get more. The kids are on their own generation after generation. I just told you. One thing I will agree with you, and I think this is the message you're sending here, Sheila. One thing I will agree with you, and I believe I've said it numerous times here on the show, that the dissolution of the nuclear family is no question the core reason for all of these problems. It's the core reason for poverty. It's the core reason for crime. It's the core reason for hate. But yet, you've got the left, and you've got organizations such as BLM. Or as the Russians like to call them, useful idiots. <laughs> you've got certain radical left organizations that are teaching our children that the nuclear family 
is really not a good cultural practice and not a good cultural norm. That or being organized into separate nuclear families is bad. We've got to go to where the core problem is. It's it's the lack of family, and it's in the dang schools where they're they're propagating this crap. That's where it's all coming from. And what does that result in? Crime, poverty, unproductivity amongst citizens. Incredible. Well, we're out of time here on this uh, Friday Eve, as Rhino likes to say. We'll be back tomorrow. Stay with Super Talk. Rhino and I'll be back. God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.